0: train from the sky locomotive my motives are insane my flows not great okay i conversate with people who know if i flow on a song i'll get nobody go play while you're doing fine there's some people and i who have a really tough time getting through this life so excuse us while we sing to the sky i'm standing in front of you i'm standing in front of you i'm trying
1: Hey kids, what's going on? This is your old pal Paul here, and we are back for Friends Till the End, Part 13. I never thought that it would make it this far. Well, actually, I guess I never really thought much about it. But anyways, we are at number 13 here, and I have a special episode with a friend from the RLU Network, the Raw, Live, and Unedited Podcast Network, which is where we originally started our show, and we are still a part of that network. Uh, This is a man named Dario Turcos. And he is important to us because he is uh, like, I don't know, a social media manager, we sort of call him, for a bunch of the shows that are within Raw, Live, and Unedited. And what that means is he will find interesting tidbits and things to post on social media to kind of keep some engagement up with our Instagram page and with our Facebook page. And so if you are following us on Instagram or on Facebook, then... You will see things like movie trailers or news articles posted about some, you know, I don't know, idea or upcoming thing, whatever. And those are all not me. Those are actually all from Dario. Uh, if anything you see posted for me is pretty much a one page movie recommendation or some other random nonsense about the show or some horrible Photoshop of us and guests' uh, heads on scenes from the movie or whatever kind of nonsense I come up with but the the importance is you know like I said he just keeps some engagement with our page and draws attention to it more followers more people see that oh there's a post oh there's a funny picture with it maybe I'll check it out so I don't know it's just really cool that he helps out with that and on top of that uh, just a really nice and kind of introspective guy that he follows a lot of different universes and and social media pop culture all that stuff, and, and really thinks a lot about it and tries to kind of be responsible in what he picks and chooses to share and doesn't want to spread a lot of fake news or bullshit or rumors or whatever. And I also have been friends with him for a while and really wanted to get to just talking to him about his life. Uh, there's some things that I learned about him that I didn't really know before, stuff about him that I, I, I guess I sort of assumed about his upbringing that I was wrong about that I learned about so you know that's that's really the beauty of these shows is getting to know the real person not just the the podcast personality or the person just talking about whatever the topic is uh, so there was a lot of fun and I think you know he's a, a smart guy that has a good mind for this stuff and I think that he will always kind of have his home as guesting on other people's podcasts to talk about things but he could do a good job of kind of running his own show someday, too, I think. I think so. We'll see how that goes for him. Uh, so that will be cool. Uh, I am looking forward to some of the things we have coming up, which is pretty much for the whole month of, uh, of January here we're going to be trying to look at all 2018 released movies and conclude our lists of, of 2018 released horror and horror adjacent films and come up with our top 10 list which we will do again in February like we did last year. I believe last year I called it something of the effect of Better Late Than Never and the nice thing about being in the second year of the podcast now is I can kind of ape off of my own shit and, and just... You know, Reuse some of these fucking things that I used in the past and I don't have to come up with new ideas all the time anymore uh, That's not really true I, I'm always trying to find some unique way to make it different for me So I feel like I'm doing something different, but really just doing the same thing over and over again guys. Don't be fooled all right, so uh, enough picking on myself and Before I cut this off here if anyone has not left us a review or even just a rating on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, please do. That would really help out quite a bit. That is Who Will Survive Horror Podcast on iTunes or Google Podcast or Stitcher or whatever you listen to your shows on. Um, just leave a quick rating if you could. And if you also have a podcast, please tell me that you left a rating and I will look yours up and I will listen and I will rate it to myself. I am always down to meet new people and network and to check their podcasts out if I never have and certainly to exchange reviews and help each other out in any way we can and uh, what else do we have coming up uh, just a lot of stuff with guests I really want to try to push the the guest spots for our show for the rest of this, this uh, well I guess 2019 hasn't started when I'm recording this but by the time this comes out it will be 2019 so happy new year and I want to try and bring a lot of people in and and join in the conversation with us because it's been a lot of fun the last couple shows having people join in with us and i think that will just about do it so yeah just watch out for a lot of 2019 talk or 2018 talk in the beginning of 2019 and for a lot of guests coming up and who knows what else the guests will bring with them as well and obviously more Friends Till the End episodes, and hopefully some more director interviews throughout the rest of the year, too. So I hope everyone has a safe and happy new year, or had at this point, and just, you know, always try and do better the next year if you can. That's my my one thing I always shoot for. I don't really make a lot of resolutions. I just try and be a little bit better than I was the year before in some way. I think if everyone could do that, the world might not be such a bad place. I mean it's not such a bad place all the time, right? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just rambling. Okay. Bye.
2: Uh yeah. Another one of those. This is for my nigga Q. Down to earth, in Rest Rest peace, baby. You know how we roll? There's so many that don't know. This goes out to my nigga Q! Rest in, Rest in peace, baby! The drama, the guns, the armor, the city, the farmer, the babies, the mama, the projects, the drugs, the children, the thugs, the tears, the hugs, the love, the stars, the funerals, the wakes, the churches, the coffins, the heartbroken mothers, it happens too often, the problems, the things, we use to solve them, Yonkers, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Go to jail or get your ass kicked? The lawyers, the part, they are, of the puzzle. The release, the warning, try not to get in trouble. The snitches, the eyes, probation, parole, the new charge, the bail.
1: or how we enjoy the movie or the things that we find cool or the things that resonate with us about it, you know?
3: Yeah, no, like, I, I I, know exactly what you mean because, like, uh, like, let's say you read a uh, review. Right. Then that review gets stuck in your head and as you're watching it, you're still thinking about that review like, oh, this guy said that.
1: Yeah, it's going to point out something dumb that bothers him and then I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, not yeah. be able to see that or then
3: it might bother you and shit and then like it's like right. ah, <laughs> shit, yeah he was right and then it just takes you out of the movie <laughs> right right
1: <laughs> yeah it's hard you gotta you gotta go in clean at least for that as much as you can but yeah. so I did I did manage to stay away from hearing anyone talk about Halloween for the most part until having seen it and now I I wanna see it again and I'm just waiting for it to be available cause it's it's in that like fucking limbo hell between it's not in the theater anymore, and it's yeah, not on yeah. VOD or anything else. So.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, then so. you know what? Then that just tells me there's a good copy online. Then,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, there probably is. I yeah, yeah. I, so I think
3: I, I think I have free this this Saturday night, so I'll probably sit down and watch it.
1: There you go. Nice. So yeah, we'll have to have you. Uh, we'll have to have you come on and, and talk about horror movies with us sometime we'll pick out some fun ones for you
3: yeah yeah cause man like I used to watch a lot of like uh, you know like Jason Freddy and mm-hmm. the, the Halloween movies and, and things like that like I used to watch uh, Late at Night Candyman and uh, right. a couple of Hellraisers. but I rarely remember them cause it was mm-hmm. like so long ago and it would be literally like at like one o'clock at night on like uh, the WB uh, Channel 11 and shit or Channel 5 or Channel 7 mm-hmm. right and that was the only time i ever like knew like you know i guess horror movies but after that like maybe like blair witch and uh maybe a little bit after that those years then i don't remember nothing i i don't even know what like considered to be horror anymore
1: sure sure yeah well and that's not really your i mean i guess you're starting to kind of learn a little bit just by uh, vicariously through being around us right but <laughs> yeah but um so you know you have been helping out with our podcast but you also have been doing a little bit of podcasting of your own and um what uh have you ever thought about like trying to start your own podcast or because i you know i know you do a lot of work for other people's shows but do you ever have kind of like your own idea where you want to just do your own thing or or something that you would be like a cool thing to do
3: uh yeah actually i thought about it a lot and i still do actually like uh when i'm at work i'll try to think of ideas and stuff but like um sometimes i just feel like it'll get it'll get old quick or then i'll be like all right maybe if i do this once a month have someone on with me should i do it by myself should i get someone to do it with me right i I guess like i I talk myself into it and then i talk myself out of it
1: yeah yeah that's easy to do
3: (laughs) yeah yeah so and i do it a lot like I came up with a name and everything then I was like nah that's pretty stupid right <laughs> like I had three name changes right now I got one in my head and it's okay. like
1: eh, I don't know sure then, sure. I,
3: then I like I liked the what you do with the you know the toy photography and you do the covers or like how Cheney does on the toy migos like right. I was like damn I want to do that too but you know I just started doing that too so
1: sure yeah yeah and i I sort of switched off of the toy photography and now I do hideous photoshops instead oh yeah that's brilliant just because i just because i sort of ran out of toy photography to use and i don't don't yeah to go out and take as many pictures but
3: those those cover those clip parts are hella funny though yeah they do grab
1: attention (laughs) i think so yeah yeah uh but so you're doing some other stuff now which i think is cool because it sort of scratches the itch of starting your own podcast because you at least get to participate in a bunch of other things uh what is sort of like the main one that you do on a regular basis.
3: Uh well, the one I'm on every week is uh the RLU weekly show. Right. So uh, that's with uh Rich the show and Adrian,
1: mm-hmm. Ayo Mr.
3: Biggie and it's a uh, pop culture, I guess. We talk about all like the comic stuff, the movies that are coming out. Right. All the all pop culture news like that. And that one I'm on every week. And right. that, it's it's been pretty consistent. I think we missed two weeks maybe. And yeah, uh yeah. the next one every now and then I'm on uh Toymigos with uh they're not dolls with cheney and ernie and uh sergeant bananas johnny right and like you know that's always fun to do with them always jumping on
1: yeah well and, and they they don't really cover as much of the pop culture where they're strictly just about toy collecting yeah it's like collecting. so it's not it's not like you're going around talking about the same thing everywhere so it yeah a exactly. a little variety so- of that
3: yeah, that's why I like doing that because um, like like on the weekly show, like you said, we just talk about the movies and like TV shows, things we watch, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is like just a whole different thing, you know, with just the toys and toy news and collecting stuff we've bought. Right, right. And so yeah. it's like I get it all out of me, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't get that backup.
1: <laughs> no, that's not good. You don't want that. <laughs> nah. uh, well, at least you get a healthy release. With <laughs> hanging out with a bunch of your guy friends online.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, th- th- I think the nice thing, at least as far as that goes, is since these aren't your shows, you don't have to be committed to like, well, now I have to drive this thing and make this thing work or whatever. So it's uh, a nice way to kind of get into it and-, and just be a part of it, which a lot of people do find themselves doing. Um, have you ever messed around with any, uh, p- any producing stuff, like trying to edit anything or even uh, not necessarily podcast but other audio editing or anything like that
3: uh well actually i've edited and put out two of the shows for the weekly show uh rich had some things going on and he couldn't make it so i ended up taking over and like literally had to learn on a whim like real quick you know that uh had to like uh record and using the program and trying to edit as best as i could and man i was like shit i gotta i gotta I need more time (laughs) for this, but it was a little rough, but it was all right. And that, that I think that's what got me into like, you know what? I kind of want to learn this more and, and do one on my own, you know?
1: Sure. Sure. Uh, What, um, what type of things would you not necessarily give away your, your like ideas, but like what types of things would you like to do a show about, or or, um, just in, in the vein of where, cause obviously you're not going to do another show where you're like going to go on and talk about, Avengers trailers and and yeah black no, panther like, uh, action figures and stuff so
3: yeah exactly no uh when i was thinking about it i was talking to rich and uh he was giving me some ideas too and uh he gave me a good idea he just he said i should stick to my instagram handle which is uh 80s baby so right. like i was thinking about like maybe like a throwback show of like you know like uh what you used to watch like saturday mornings or cereals foods you used to eat things like that you know like things that are not around anymore
1: oh nice nice
3: and that type of thing and that was like what i was thinking about like having like let's say having you on one time and uh, we just you know shoot the shit and say oh you know what was your saturday morning cartoon this that and like things you did as a kid but i was like man that might get old too quick so then uh right now yeah
1: yeah it's it's tough because i suppose at a certain point maybe you run out of things that you're familiar with so then you're you kind of evolve it into like where you're you're. Learning about stuff that you missed from that time, but then that takes on kind of a different thing So it is tough to like lock yourself into a specific time period or something like that, you know
3: Yeah, that's why right now the the thing I'm playing with is uh, maybe just like stick to current events and mm-hmm. do like uh Once every two three maybe even once a month type of thing, right? Like a monthly wrap-up or something like that.
1: Yeah, I guess, you know You could always just do a limited run of the other thing too. It's not like it's not like every podcast has to have the intention of lasting for 900 episodes or something, you know, so... Yeah,
3: exactly. Like, if I, I was thinking about that, that throwback one, and maybe just doing
1: it, like, once a month. Mm-hmm. And then when you get tired of it, you do, like, a, okay, this is going to be the last episode, episode.
3: Yeah, episode so. two is the last one. That's it.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, it'd be, like, the serious nerd shit episode then, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, two I mean, episodes think, and then done. I
3: think I could... I'm trying to, like, compete <laughs> with that and, like, beat that, you know?
1: So, if maybe you get two. to two... Yeah, two and a half. Tied at least three. Right?
3: Yeah, at least something. And Ooh. just loop it, just rewind it, and you know, just keep putting it out, same episode.
1: <laughs> and then you just become kind of a meme of yourself, where you're you're just saying that the new the new shit's coming, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like In stay tuned, anyone... coming soon, <laughs> season two.
1: Yeah, that's right. In case anyone doesn't know, we're making fun of our our friend Adrian, who's uh on the show with with Dario. Uh, what what have you? How, how long have you been doing the The weekly show specifically, I guess, was kind of the the main thing you really got doing a lot. How long have you been doing that?
3: Uh, I've been on that uh, a little bit over a year now. I made a year uh, in November, I want to say. Yeah, I made a year in November. It was uh, because I got on. I originally got on with uh, the Toy Migos on the They're Not Dolls right after last year's uh, Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con. And they invited me on and we talked and then they pimped me out and sold me to Rich right and that's when rich took over and you know now i'm his bitch.
1: right <laughs> uh the 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 fit is good between you know usually it's it's you and adrian and rich most of the time right yeah at, at this point now and i think the fit is good because you guys all kind of have these different demeanors where you know rich is more like the 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 straight guy and and adrian's more of the loud one and you're like the laid back one like so it's 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 always fun where there's a lot of kind of wacky stuff that happens on the show, a lot of inside jokes and, and shit like that, which is fun for the listener, which is something that I always... It's, it's one of those things, like, you, you can't make up your own inside jokes. You can't be like, all right, we're going to try and pitch this as, like, an inside joke, and we're going to keep saying yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. People, like, it just has to happen. So I always admire people that are able to kind of keep having those same inside jokes happen. Is that... Uh, I feel like a, a lot of that is Adrian. He's, he's like, the inside jokester. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah especially like uh when we do uh, we have the weekly chat and right. um we always talk stuff and he'll come on and just randomly start saying things you know so and then we'll bring it up <laughs> later on especially or or like if he goes on on the on the rlu chat and, you know he's always trying to leave and exit like a diva and slamming the door <laughs> we'll bring that up or you know his non-existent show that he's that's we're still waiting for
1: right right <laughs> But it, yeah, it's, it's always
3: good because, uh, I, like, after a short time, actually, I felt like the three of us had good chemistry, I guess you want to say. Right. And, like, uh, it, it was like, uh, it, it just feels natural, you know? Like, right, right. You know, you see that, you hear that on the TV shows, and on when they do interviews, like, oh, it's all natural. But it, it really was. It just felt like it just came along very well and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I've been listening... To you know, I've been following Rich and been friends with him since before you were on any of the shows and stuff, obviously, so I've, I've heard you be on there for all this time and have have felt the chemistry grow between you guys and just your ability to kind of interact and find your rhythm as far as, like, when do you say something, when do you kind of go off on something, when do you kind of back off on something, and, you know, so it, it works really well. I, I, I always enjoy listening to you guys talk about shit that I have no idea what it is, and so... <laughs> It's always kind of the mark of a a good show is when you listen to people talk about stuff that you don't really care that much about, but you just like listening to them talk. Hey,
3: like exactly like I was saying before, like I'm not too big on the horror stuff anymore. Like I can't keep up, but I I love listening to you guys and uh, same thing with the Star Wars. I'm like a, you know, JV when it comes to that. I barely know anything. And I love listening to those guys on the Starlight Digest.
1: (laughs) I know. Is it possible that Marco is the smartest guy in the RLU because he covers both Star Wars and horror?
3: Yes, he's in multitasking. Life.
1: That's right. <laughs> it's uh It's he's he's holding out on us. He's actually like a super genius. So.
3: But um, no, nah, no, nah, nah, yeah. But um, like when it comes to uh, rich and stuff, I I kind of like picked up real quick. Well, I actually had to uh, pick up real quick sure like uh you know when i don't hear somebody talk for a like a like maybe like 30 seconds it's super quiet i'm like you know what i don't think he might be on anymore <laughs> let me try to keep on talking or get adrian to keep on talking
1: <laughs> right yeah he he will just leave and not tell you sometimes
3: yeah yeah like i, I don't know why like <laughs> like like you know what it is i used to listen i listened to like other shows and before i got on i used to listen to them and and other shows and you can tell like when someone just stops talking and and rich used to always say like oh you know this is great podcasting when you just hear like dead sound or like someone saying oh hello (laughs) like is it still checking that they're still there and like it plays funny but at the same time it's not because it just looks like no one knows what they're doing
1: well there's a there's a tool that i use to get rid of all the dead silences so it's like this thing that just it sweeps through and cuts out all the silences and shortens them down to like (laughs) to next to nothing so
3: yeah, but Rich doesn't edit, that's another problem. <laughs> he doesn't right. edit anything, so it's like I gotta pick up on that quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You know, that's the thing with doing it constantly is you have to just you have to just do it and kinda leave it, you know. I don't I don't take a lot out of our shows either. I just I make all the cuts of where to put stuff in, but I don't necessarily cut out. I don't go through and like listen back through the whole thing and cut out every time that someone says something wrong or stumbles or yeah, I just yeah, don't have time for all that, so...
3: Yeah, I think Rich got tired of editing so much because Adrian has, like, the foulest mouth ever.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, he's always saying something offensive.
3: Yeah, all the time, all the time. I,
1: I can't believe when I had him on for this friend Till the End that he actually kind of kept it together and didn't really say anything too bad. <laughs> I think he might have said one or two things, but, you know, I just let it slide, so...
3: Yeah, yeah. I think he just does it on purpose on the
1: weekly show. Right, yeah. Maybe, maybe to piss, maybe to piss off. Rich off. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, the the... Other interesting thing about your role with uh, with Raw Live and Unedited is that you help out with the social media for pretty much everybody's shows. At least, at least uh, you know you help out with ours a little bit, and you run it for just the actual Raw Live and Unedited page for Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And you help out with uh, They're Not Dolls podcast page, and I, I think which other ones? I think there's some other ones you do, right?
3: <laughs> uh, Figs and Flicks. I, okay. I run that one too yeah the, sure. the Toy Migos page and the RLU page Right. and I, I try to help as much as I can with you guys
1: yeah yeah well and that was kind of the thing was I said you know just because I know that you are always kind of looking through the, the news and stuff because of what the shows you do and the, the internet posts and stuff that you make so I'm like hey, have you ever seen any headlines you know do you want to throw them on our page that pertains to horror then that would be cool and so it's, it's, it's something that I know we really appreciate because I'm not big on I'm not big on following that kind of stuff but I know that people really like that kind of stuff and in a way by you posting some of the stuff on our site then I actually see it for the first time there and I'm like oh shit <laughs> check this out it's a a new trailer for something that I didn't know was out or or a new story about somebody taking over something or so yeah. it's cool because it, it helps me to have more traffic on the page and, and start up more conversation and get more people just kind of talking and then I can jump in and interact with them and stuff. But I know for the other ones, you pretty much do the majority of their stuff other than promoting when the actual shows come out maybe or something. So.
3: Yeah, um, for the the one I do like 100% almost is the Figs and Flicks. And uh, okay. the, the RLU, like Rich helps out a lot. Like he'll post and sometimes I just start seeing a bunch of likes pop up and right. I'm like, what's going on? And then it's like something he posted. But like with uh, the Toy Migos page, Chaney helps me run that. And I think Ernie right. does too every now. So I like, I don't feel the pressure of just having to keep constantly posting on them. You know, like I'm yeah, just yeah. there, I'm just there like to, to help out and stuff. And sure, um, yeah. And, and it, I, I like doing it too, because it, it, I get informed in things that I wouldn't know. Especially sure. like so now that I'm helping you guys like, you know, I'm, I'm on that uh, I'm on the websites and stuff looking things up and I'm like, well, oh, this is this is pretty interesting And it's it's right. not stuff that I would actually even post up on the RLU page.
1: Yeah Yeah, and a lot of it just because horror kind of has become bigger So a lot of it just comes through in mainstream pop culture news, too, you know, so
3: yeah, exactly
1: It's just popping up there and then if there's something about I don't know Stranger Things or some horror TV show that I don't follow because I don't watch any TV shows or or uh, a, a more mainstream movie which I don't follow because I'm always trying to find some independent low budget movie that no one's ever heard of to talk about. So. And that's the, and
3: that's the thing too, like uh, especially with listening to your guys' shows right. and, and the page. That's what I try to look for. I don't oh, want to cool. do like the, the the big budget stuff, you know? Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to keep it to the theme of what you you're doing and right. Since I'm like I have like really not that much knowledge of it, none at all probably. Like it's it's right. kind of hard, but at the same time, that's why I would like if I find something, I'll I'll run it by you first.
1: Okay, so you are actually admitting that you are not a source with knowledge.
3: Uh, no, my sources come from <laughs> other places. <laughs> <laughs> But just like everybody else, I don't got to give credit to nobody.
1: <laughs> that's right. You can just be your own source with knowledge.
3: Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> Which, uh, that's one of the inside jokes that has stuck with the show. <laughs> Even enough to make it a t-shirt.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So. Which sold very good, actually. I'm surprised right, cool. that people wanted my face on their <laughs> chest. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: pretty funny. I actually almost bought one.
3: Man, I didn't even want one, even I? I see my kids with it and shit, I was like, oh, what the hell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Uh, How did that sort of get started with, was that sort of your segue into being a part of the, the RLU... Family was it was like that you just started helping out with social media stuff And then they started asking you to be on the show or were you like being on the shows? And then they started asking you to help out with social media or how did yeah, that sort of come uh, about
3: once I hopped on the the weekly show mm. uh, We were going for a couple of weeks, and then I started talking to Rich Well, he started talking to me about helping out with the with the page because at the time it was just him and uh, Felipe uh, Teracity Right. On Instagram, and uh, it was just them running it, but it wasn't—it wasn't constant posts. Right. Like they didn't—they didn't have that much time, and um, you know, I, the thing is, is, like, I get distracted so easily. So when I, I'm I'm at work, I'll like just look at my phone yeah, for the next yeah. 20 minutes. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I, yeah, I'll do it. So then next thing you know, I'm just I'm going at it on that page, and when I saw like the the following, and I was like, you know what? I'd try to make it a goal. Like, let me try to hit this number. Right. And then I was like, oh, all right, let me try to hit this number. Yeah. yeah, And I like, I'll, I'll I'll see other people's pages too. Like, that's another thing that I guess makes me want to do better. It's like, I'll hear other people's page. I'll see other people's pages or other people's podcasts. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, you guys, I thought you guys were like so good, but now you guys kind of (laughs) suck. Like, I don't, I don't want (laughs) to hear what you got to say. Like, it doesn't interest me anymore. Sure. So now it's like, I want to, I guess I want to be better than those pages and stuff, but it's it's so hard. It's so hard.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's tough in any sort of creative endeavor, whether it's podcast stuff or or reporting on things or any kind of art or something that people are doing is there's always that competitive thing where you start to hate people that are doing better than you and have to <laughs> channel that into positivity. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's we pretty just, much what it is. <laughs> we were just kind of joking about that in our last episode with our, our guest, uh, Jerry, that was on about how it's okay to hate yourself. You have to try not to hate other people, like turn the hate hatred inward and be like, it's on me because I'm not good enough, so I have to be better.
3: uh, Yeah, no, that's exactly where I'm at. I'm like, yeah, I suck. I'm like, what should I? What can I do? But (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, like I was doing the weekly page uh, first, the the RLU page first, and then uh, I just started helping out uh, with the Toy Migos, right? And then uh, then the Figs and Flicks when they started up, you know, Jaime Jaime asked me to help him, and I said, yeah, why not?
1: You know? Yeah. So at
3: one point I was running like six pages.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think the cool thing about with the the RLU network is that it's it's very intimate even though it's grown into like a bigger group and there's some people who aren't as close to the inside group of people or whatever but there's there's always sort of this um this not in a in a bad way but like an incestuous relationship where even if we're not into the same things we're all like part of the family and and try to you know, help each other out, or, or or at least be supportive of each other, or, or somehow engage each other and just be a part of each other's business. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. It's it's cool because I'm I'm a part of another network where it's it's all it's not as close and it's more of like a bigger group of inside circle. So it's harder to be as close and there's like kind of this weird old-fashioned family mentality to the way that the network is that. kind of you know always makes me I can't think of the right word for it but like it just makes me feel very warm about everything that goes on there you know (laughs) yeah and it it sort of sucks you in where you're like I, I started out doing the same thing just I had not really been on any podcasts and was just friends with Rich and was doing my own other stuff and and he was like yeah come on and and fucking just talk about this and that and whatever even if you don't know shit and he would just have me jump on the show just like you you know yeah i don't even know what i was doing just like talking on my phone and <laughs> walking around the house and like making noise in the background he's like what are you doing man you can't you gotta just sit down and fucking talk stupid
3: <laughs> yeah yeah no the chat the chat's pretty awesome sometimes like yeah. uh sometimes we're not even talking about anything mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just bsing the whole time right, and that's, right. that's, the, that's the fun part you know
1: yeah well it's it's cool the through all of this, that we've made friends in sort of a unique way. Where, with with all the people on Legion, I've made some really good friends that I talk to and stuff a lot. But it doesn't feel like as big of a circle. I guess maybe you know I'm also newer in that group. Where with with RLU, I was like around for so long with everyone yeah and so it's it's like and and you know nothing against them at all like I have all the people that I've I've made friends with there have been great and I try and talk to them quite a bit as much as I do anyone else so it's just it's cool the the kind of smaller group mentality that Rich kind of he he sort of breathes that into the the rest of the people and, and you almost feel like like you're supposed to be a part of it you know what I mean so
3: yeah exactly It doesn't feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say nothing about what they're
1: talking about now. It's just like,
3: yeah, just jump in. Who cares?
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, As far as doing, like, the social media stuff, do you have any sort of, um, do you have any sort of, like, goal as far as trying to, um, not necessarily, like, I I guess just, like, what kind of goals do you have as far as, like, uh, trying to, be better than people like just having a better way to tell the stories or a more creative way to make your posts or like what would be ways that you would want to try to improve what you do or or like i don't know have the news faster or something or
3: yeah like uh i i try to get it as quickly as possible Mm. uh sometimes it's it's hard to do you know like when i actually do have to work
1: right and um
3: <laughs> but but other than that it's like yeah i i try to get the the post nice and neat sometimes but like you mm. know that takes time so it's like should i make it look nice or should i just put it out as fast as i can right and, and it's like uh it, you know it goes either or sometimes right. I'm like i take too long. like when a trailer comes out i try to post that up as quick as possible but then try to make it look neat right and it's like by the time i post it i'll see other pages and it's like oh man they beat me by a minute you know, but like at the end of the day with like all the pages that I help, to be honest with you, I just want them to be better than I just want people to come to that page for for what they wanted to look at, you know for the news that they're looking for. Sure, sure like especially like uh, right now, the one I have the most fun doing is uh the toy Migos one because uh, okay. so you know co- toys and figures and things like that, statues, things like that they're constantly coming out every day daily so there's always things you can post up right and it's all it's fun like especially when the page was under a thousand and now we're like almost three thousand yeah that's right. a great feeling yeah so my no, goal is, cool. is for them to like is, is i want them to be at san diego comic-con with press passes and able to do things
1: like that sure sure yeah, yeah that's cool and you um th- like the stuff that you do for our page as well as for the other ones you know, you do a good job of not just making a, a plain, like, boring poster, just like one picture and then a link or something. It's, it's, you know, you do the like multiple slide through on on Instagram where you could watch like the whole trailer, but it's in like segments of the video or yeah. You know, so you put a little bit of time into trying to make them special too, which I think is awesome.
3: Yeah, cause you know what I hate the most is I hate links. I don't want right. to go to, I don't want to go to your page and you're telling me to go to another page. And then that page ends up in YouTube. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, so what was what was the point of going on your page?
1: And then you got to so, watch four ads in the process.
3: <laughs> exactly. So as you know what, if I can cut that out, yeah. And you guys can just stick to us mainly, and you yeah. can watch whatever you want to watch right here in full, not, yeah. oh, catch the full trailer, link in bio. Like, right, no. right. <laughs> Why do I want to do that? For that, I'll just go to YouTube.
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome. So uh, you know, you-
3: if, if you can get all the info on just that page, it's, it saves you the trip and- who likes pop-ups and who likes going on multiple things? Right, the, la- the lazier the better, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely the American way. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> did you you had mentioned about that you like helping out with the the Toy Migos page and and that you really got into like helping out with their podcast? And I know you're a pretty big toy collector yourself. Um, how? How long have you been, like, a serious toy collector? I know, you know, everyone had toys as kids, and some people kind of got rid of toys, and then some people kept a lot of stuff and then started collecting more. Because you go pretty hardcore on collecting now, I know.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm addicted like crazy. Um, <laughs> so when I was younger, like, my parents would give me stuff, like, here and there. Nothing nothing crazy, you know? I didn't have, like, a collection nothing. So it's like, I think I have, like, an addictive, uh, like, an addiction when it comes to my personality or something, like if like one one year it will be like T-shirts, the next it'll be hats or sneakers or something. And then a couple of years ago, it started off with uh, the Funko Pops and mm. I was buying like 10 a week. Nice. I, I think like, <laughs> I have like 700 in total right now. And then like, uh, you know, slowly I just started transitioning to just the figures and started with the Marvel Legends. And now I just have like tons of boxes in my basement. Right. Just filled, stacked up with stuff and pre-orders that I don't even know. What the hell's coming and when it's coming? I'm like, oh, I just get stuff in the mail. I'm like, when did I get this? Oh, or what's this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, but I've I've been actually cutting down like crazy lately. Right. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I've been. This year was like the hardest I went.
1: Yeah. What is your sort of main thing? Is it Marvel stuff or Star Wars stuff or?
3: Yeah, mainly it's uh Marvel. Uh, like the Marvel Legends is my number one go to. Right. Uh And after that, it's just. To be honest with you, I don't really have a thing. Okay. Um, It's more of a, if I like it, I see it and I buy it. Right. So right. It, it don't even matter. Like the, with the horror stuff, it's like, I, I, I like the neck of things that puts out.
1: Right. Right.
3: Like if I like the figure, I'll buy it. Even if I don't like mostly know what it is. And I was like, yeah. but you know, it, it looks cool. Like I, I like it. So I'm gonna just get it.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's definitely a problem when you get too much to where it gets to a point where you just don't enjoy it unless you're like a, a crazy active toy photographer or or like a really meticulous like you have a whole fucking room that's all displays and you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. if you have some unreal type of setup where you can really fully enjoy all the stuff then it just gets to a point where you're just buying stuff to keep in some other room that you never even look at you know
3: yeah exactly that well that's another reason why i like i kind of like cut down a little bit yeah yeah uh cause like i said i want to i want to get more into that toy photography and stuff like that so it's like how can i snap a picture of something when i have like 50 other things that i never even opened like yeah you know let me like chill out and uh yeah <laughs> and focus on what i have
1: <laughs> yeah I've, I've been there myself too just get too much stuff and then downsize and get rid of a bunch of stuff and kind of streamline it
3: yeah like I, I have a box I have a box of, of just like doubles and triples and stuff yeah <laughs> and then in my, and, and like you know like I said I, I'm like addicted and stuff so like mm. it, it's uh now I'm looking at that box and I'm like damn now I gotta complete the set to make it doubles for the set and it's like uh, let me do you hear yourself I'm trying right. to buy things I already have two of but I want right. more now to complete it
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah what does uh what's sort of your favorite in in pop culture or or nerd culture or whatever you want to call it what's like your favorite independent property type of thing would it be marvel or dc or star wars or some other fourth thing
3: uh i would say marvel yeah yeah that's the main thing like because we're always talking about it so it's like i know more of it so it just becomes more of my favorite right like dc i like dc stuff but the thing that got me was like you know I'm always I was used to always watch cartoons so right. all these superhero things and things like that is because of that and the main things that I used to watch a lot was uh was the Marvel cartoons and stuff okay like Iron Man and Hulk and Spider-Man uh, in particular like I was always on that sure yeah. yeah you know like DC had things here and there but not really
1: yeah I think I always liked the Marvel stuff better than DC when I was growing up but now as an adult I think I like st- I think I like Star Wars better than either of the <laughs> the two universes, but I always kind of equate it to like that it's it's more like they're all obviously fantasy type things, but it's like the superhero stuff takes place in like an augmented reality where the Star Wars is in like a totally different reality. Yeah, exactly. That's like a more of a fantasy adventure kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you got like monsters and there's people dying and shit like it's it's a little more horror related i feel like too so
3: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no no like uh like things like i know a lot of these guys like they they read the comics and stuff um i have no knowledge when it comes to comic books at all but i love like the artwork and things like that so like when i see like for some reason the marvel stuff just attracts me more especially like art wise it just attracts me more and i think that's why i liked it and plus the movies are just better. Yeah. It's just overall, I guess, better.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see all of them, but I would say I see at least like seventy-five percent of the Marvel movies, and some of them just don't really interest me, and so I just don't bother to spend the two and a half hours to sit through it. <laughs> and you can kind of pick up the storylines from just you know watching the other movies and hear people talk about them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Think of them or... I end up really liking. Some of them are just okay. And with with DC, I watch like almost none of them. So, the only ones... I watched Suicide Squad, and I know everyone's going to hate me, but I actually... I didn't, I thought it was kind of good, but I, I don't know anything about DC at all. So any of that, like, oh, this character was ruined or this shouldn't be a certain way, like means absolutely nothing to me. So I don't know anything about the characters really. So it's like, I don't know. They seem fine to me.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like that, that's, I think that's one of the perks that I have because I don't read comics because I don't know most of the characters like that. Like, I don't know if you're doing them wrong because I don't even know who this guy is. (laughs) Okay.
1: It seems fine to me. I don't know. Yeah,
3: exactly. Like, yeah, is he supposed to be this way? Yeah, that's awesome
1: <laughs> uh, I, I saw that one and I saw Wonder Woman and I think other than that I haven't seen like any of the any of the Batman or Superman stuff not since the Christopher Nolan stuff
3: no oh, okay yeah, the yeah Last
1: time that I watched any of it so yeah
3: like those main characters the only reason I know them is like again back back to cartoons right just that's the only reason like but now you start coming out with uh you know like these uh, B class characters and I'm like I don't know who that is so it's all new yeah. to me so it's like I'm just guessing it's supposed to be like that
1: yeah exactly <laughs> for sure uh but I think it's fun to kind of like choose the the how you stack up the universes and whatever because the it's really those three are kind of the main yeah universes. yeah versus obviously there's other stuff that people would be like oh my favorite shit is Dragon Ball Z or or whatever but like there's a much much smaller segment of people that that's their favorite shit so
3: <laughs> yeah yeah no it's like uh uh it is it's Marvel, I would mm-hmm. say Star Wars and then DC when it comes to like movies and things like that. Right. And um especially cuz you know Disney owns everything. Sure, sure. But um yeah, when it comes to anime, I, I don't watch a lot but I watch I used to like I used to be big on uh I'm big on uh Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball that universe and uh I
1: used to watch a lot of uh, uh Sailor Moon <laughs> when I was in school. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've never really watched any anime but It just was never a a thing in my periphery. Like, I didn't know anyone that was into it. Never got exposed to it, really, so... Yeah. I never never really gave it the time of day until I was older, tried to watch it, and it just didn't work for me then, so...
3: yeah well that's just like with the, everything i'm doing now like you know the the friends that i have
1: mm-hmm.
3: i feel like they just pretend to know what they're, i'm talking about and they're just like <laughs> they're just being nice and like oh yeah okay yeah. cool right, <laughs> and i'm yeah. just like you know what I, I know i shouldn't be talking to you like this because you don't even know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> so that's so that's you know that's the good thing about having uh i guess the network because everybody i can uh what do you call it um relate i can relate everything that i'm i like with the people yeah, that yeah. i talk to you know
1: Oh yeah, well it's the same for me with getting so into to horror movie stuff is that I'm able to find other people that know the, the shit that I'm talking about you know and in my real life there's i i have some people that like will watch a horror movie or they know some things or they know the classics or something but for the most part anyone i'm not going to post a picture of myself wearing the sweater from that movie that i just posted earlier today yeah and, and have <laughs> like 20 of my friends go like oh shit that's awesome but yeah
3: exactly they'll be like okay man
1: cool yeah on on facebook a bunch of people are like oh shit that's awesome so
3: <laughs> yeah exactly your friends are probably be like well was it ugly sweater day or something
1: yeah right so but no, it's it's cool to find the like-minded people and the people that you can sort of bond with over similar types of ideas So
3: yeah, yeah exactly. That's why like sometimes uh, When I go on Inst- on Instagram and on things like that or Facebook Sometimes I feel like the community like the I guess the nerd one with this right. with, the, with the RLU page and running that or the toy mingles page and running that like I feel like we, we follow the same exact people and Right, you know it might be big but it, it does definitely doesn't feel big i feel like everybody knows the same exact people at sure, one sure. Point or another, you know so it's, and that's like like not not like hating on other pages but that's why i'd be like uh i want to be better than them because everybody else is like watching you but i see your content
1: sure sure i, I could do better <laughs> yeah right yeah uh what um you, you you live in New York now, right? I'm what, in
3: Jersey. I'm in Jersey. Oh, okay. I used to live in New York. I uh I moved to the states when I was four, and we moved to Brooklyn, and I was there till I was uh 15.
1: Okay. What is uh, what's your your origins or your ethnicity, or I'm not sure what the right way to actually say it is. <laughs> is that...
3: <laughs> I was born in uh, Honduras. Oh, okay. I'm Hispanic.
1: Is that 100 percent, at least as far as you know? Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. <laughs> to get the twenty-three and Me shit, and find out yeah. how much, what percentage caveman you are.
3: Yeah, I didn't do a cotton swab, and then they told me that you know I got some European in me and shit. Right. <laughs> nah. Uh, yeah, I was born over there, and I came here early. Uh, my father was already here working, and then uh, I lived over there for quite some time.
1: Okay. Did um, obviously everything worked out as far as you legally moving to the u.s and stuff because at the time it probably wasn't quite as big of a deal as it is now
3: yeah yeah no nah, nah. but
1: um di- did your did your parents teach you like did you grow up multilingual or like did you learn to speak the language from them or did they try to assimilate and just be like no you have to speak english to fit in i know i've heard that from a lot of people that were like from immigrant families
3: um to be honest with you hmm. Not that I can remember, like, they didn't, like, force me, like, you have to speak English and things like that, but, you know, uh, I used to go to, like, a a Ukraine Catholic school or, uh, you know, uh, a Polish Catholic school, things like that, so it's like, when I first started, you know, they put you in, like, those ESL classes, but I started off, like, straight from kindergarten, so I guess it was a lot easier to learn, Mm -hmm. but the, the way I did learn was, like, just watching TV and seeing things, like watch i remember watching uh, a lot of wrestling okay and uh what else like price is right oh nice (laughs) things like that like i would watch those things and like little by little you know you pick up on what they're saying and you understand it and and especially with school and things like that
1: yeah so you did what's i don't know what the the native language of Honduras is what what it's called uh, i don't know we just speak spanish i guess oh okay just <laughs> spanish okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know cuz you know there's different like versions of like, oh, like no, in brazil they speak language. portuguese or oh okay
3: like... yeah yeah no no it's just uh, regular spanish is just mm-hmm. uh, it's uh Central America so they it's a mix between like South America and uh, like you know Mexico and stuff like we okay. we have like similar phrases but not really okay but at the end of the day it's like everybody just thinks I'm Mexican
1: right <laughs> <laughs> it's like I asked close enough
3: yeah yeah, you're right there
1: from the so, south they're all the same yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah right? you probably have heard that um, so you do actually speak Spanish too
3: Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I sp- I, I, got a, my my parents, my, my mother, my mother doesn't speak English at all. She oh, like, nice. barely understands it, so I have to speak to her in English, uh, Spanish. My okay. father, he does, he's worked here. I have no idea how long. As right. old as I am, I guess he's been living, right. but he has like that broken English. So I just talk to him in Spanish also.
1: Right. <laughs> it's just easier, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: it's a, it's a lot easier. So, I, like, I, I feel stupid, actually, if I try to talk to him in English.
1: Yeah so then you're i'm i'm sure that your kids have have learned some stuff too to speak to their grandparents or
3: oh yeah they have horrible spanish though because it's like (laughs) like i i told my wife one time it's uh you know when our parents like are done with this world and they and they're gone we have no excuse to to even even talk Spanish, like I don't right. talk Spanish in my house.
1: Right, right. And the only
3: reasons they talk to they talk Spanish is to their grandparents. So, like sure, once they're sure. gone, it's like who are you gonna talk to Spanish? Who are you gonna talk Spanish to? Like nobody.
1: Yeah, yeah. Unless you get a job that that necessitates the uh, the the use of it on a regular basis, right? So
3: yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Or something like that. But it's, it's always good to know because it.
3: you gotta translate like crazy around here, like to, to
1: everybody. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm sure where you are, it's a uh, a lot more diverse as far as the the language is spoken
3: yeah like uh with my job i go to like different stops and all this thing in my route and constantly always like the employees or customers coming and they're like in, and they're talking to me in spanish and i just reply to them you right. know sometimes it's like i'm like damn i hope i'm even saying it correctly because even I, <laughs> mess, I even i mess up now because i don't even speak it like that no
1: more. right <laughs> they're gonna know that i'm not real yeah exactly
3: Fuck, they, they, they caught
1: on <laughs> Run. Shit. That's right. The cat's out of the bag.
3: Yeah, right? Just throw all the sodas in the air and just run.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right it's a good it's a good deke move we saw that in a movie recently (laughs) just like throw a bunch of shit one way and then run the other way yeah
3: exactly (laughs) like the other day i had uh i had some uh some asian couple come up to me and the lady's like talking to me and i have no idea what she's saying i think she was speaking like chinese or japanese or something and i'm like huh and i think the guy was just trying to ask me like how much the sodas were but i'm Mm. just like what they're like pointing to the machine and I'm in a hotel and I'm like I have I'm trying to talk to them slowly in English and I'm like I I look like people on TV and this looks so wrong (laughs) and I was like at the end of the day I just picked out a bunch of sodas like you want one like I'm trying to give it to them and they were like no 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 and I'm like all right whatever
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny uh did they do you do you have any like family or friends or anything that are affected by like trying to get into the u.s or or possibly having to get kicked out or like i don't know mm-hmm. how close you are to anyone that, that like from back home or anything
3: uh nah, not really i ain't close to nobody man i disowned everybody in my family
1: okay
3: <laughs> yeah like I, i'm only close to like a few people but everybody else like i have no idea i know right. we, my, my mother has family i guess i have family over there in honduras but other than that they don't i don't think they're planning on like coming over here anytime soon like they just come here oh what is like a visa right they they come uh, here yes, every, yeah. once in a while and they'll go back and but they mm-hmm. don't live here things like, right, that. Right. And, like as far as i don't know i'm thinking well, actually yeah i think i, I knew someone that got deported but I, it might have been like a cousin of mine or something not not right. too close to them so i wouldn't really know
1: right well and and honduras isn't as much of a a hotbed of deportation that like Mexico is or something so
3: well not actually uh it is um oh really yeah yeah like uh I don't know how much you watch the news and stuff like that uh that not whole really all, so. <laughs> that whole uh like you know there's like a whole uh well, damn I don't even know what they call it like there, there's a ton of people like immigrants marching uh, to the border and everybody keeps saying on the news like it's you know like people think it's just Mexicans but Actually, a lot of those people are coming from those countries are from like uh, Central America and South America Especially okay. Central America like Guatemala and Honduras. A ton of people are from Honduras They're like walking over here uh, from there to try to get away from all the poverty and violence and stuff
1: Oh, Okay, so it's yeah. it's, it's similar Circumstances there to to where it's it's not really ideal living conditions. It's not like um, no not at all it's, it's that much different really so
3: yeah Yeah um, I remember going when I was 15, around 15, 16. I remember going over there and, um, you know, I have, I've never been there before since I've, uh, since I moved to the States and then, um, I'm I'm over there dressed as, you know, in the style that we were in like baggy clothes and things like that, you know, late nineties and things. And, um, (laughs) I go over there and I remember one of my cousins that lived over there that, and he says, we can't go out anywhere with you. And I said, why not? They're like, oh, they'll kill us, like, just by looking at the way you're dressed. I was like, no, nah, that's cool. We'll just fight them. Like, you're not going to fight a gun.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh...
3: <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking? Like, you know, I didn't I didn't understand at the time, like what he was saying to me. And then yeah. later on in the trip, uh, one of my cousins that lived with me, like over here, he uh, he got jacked by some dude with a machete. He, he, he just the, the guy went up to him and said, oh, I like those slippers. Let me try one yeah. on. He's like, oh, they fit. Give me the other one. <laughs> My <laughs> cousin and he walked back, you know, barefoot. And I was like, shit, oh, this is some slippers. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, so, and like uh, another story, like I always tell everybody, like my mother recently went maybe a few years ago. And I remember her telling me that she had to go early, early in the morning, like maybe 4 a.m., 5 a.m. in the morning. She had to get there. Okay. And she never told anybody that she was going. Because they were afraid that someone might tell someone else and someone else might tell someone else and then they end up getting robbed. Okay. So a lot of times over there you hear like the tourist or the people that like they were from there that go back, they'll get robbed. So sure, she sure. told like one of her cousins and they picked her up and it's like, it's so crazy. I was like, why would you even want to go back? Yeah. You know, it's it's so bad. It's like there's a lot of corruption and gangs and things like that. So if it's not the gangs that get you, it's probably like the corrupt cops.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, that that doesn't sound like fun. To me.
3: Yeah, no, and my wife's so, <laughs> dying over there, and I'm just like, for what? Do you, do you not see what's going on? Like, why the hell do you want to go over there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just get like some, some VR glasses and
3: yeah like, exactly you know what that's a good idea
1: just like <laughs> just walk around the house bumping into walls and shit yeah we can go
3: anywhere you want i'll put you <laughs> yeah. outside you want to walk the beach it's really it's really the sidewalk but fuck it, right? yeah
1: i'll make sure you don't get hit by a car yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> you can trust me
3: that's not a car beeping the horn that's the waves yeah
1: that's right <laughs> That's a it's a foghorn on the steamboat that's coming. So. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Right? That's, that's a cruise nice. ship. That's the cruise ship. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. I I actually I, I didn't actually know where you were from, or, or I didn't know that you actually spoke Spanish or anything. So that's cool. I I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, it's
3: uh it was uh like I I guess I learned the, the English quick, and sure, yeah. as you get older, like you know especially like growing up uh my family the ones i grew up with they're older so like i i'm gonna be i'm gonna be 37 yeah i'm gonna be 37 in january okay. i'm pretty sure i'm not 30 i'm 36 now uh, so uh, i'm gonna be uh 37 in january so like uh, i'm one of the youngest of the first generation cousins everybody else is like in their 40s and 50s and stuff so okay you know like none of their kids and things like that like they have no excuse to even like try to speak spanish
1: <laughs> right right
3: so it's like you know i even like i said before my kids don't even speak spanish like that
1: yeah yeah it's i mean it's tough when you when, when you don't have the need to make yourself do something like that it's really and it's it's got to be like you don't necessarily forget it but you just get rusty i guess right when you don't oh, hell yeah. use it that much so
3: exactly yeah there's like some stuff that i'm I think I'm saying it correctly. And it's like, I'm definitely not saying it right.
1: Yeah. Right. Right.
3: (laughs) And I get people like correcting me constantly. Like when I'm at work or something and I'm trying to say, and they're like, what? I'm like, you know, this thing I'm like, I'm talking Spanglish now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) Yeah. That's tough. Um, so I think before we wrap up here, I, I just had a kind of a funny idea that I thought we could, uh, as as two people who are, are uneducated about how the world works or how politics work, I thought we could each maybe throw out a theory of, of one way that we could make the world a better place in, in, in an ideal situation where, uh, you know, you don't have to follow the circumstance of like, oh, well, that couldn't happen because it would cost too much money or something like if you could just do one thing. Add, add, like basically have one wish to make the world a, a better place, or, or, or one action or something that would make everything better. What would you like to see happen, or, or how do you think that uh, things could get better for people?
3: Uh man, I, you know what pisses me off is a lot of these uh, a lot of these people like just love complaining, especially when it comes to social media. Like you get sure. groups and they just bitch about something like so stupid. This is the most recent thing that could come to my head is these uh digging up old tweets or you know instagram posts or facebook posts and, right. and it gets like people in trouble it's like why why are you digging that up for like it, it's in the past it's like 10 20 years ago and you're bringing it up again and it's and i can't believe it it's affecting people now you know it's like sure sure why why would you do that i don't right. understand the i guess the joy what do you get out of it at the end of the day you're still sitting in your freaking you know, in your little room and shit trolling on the the internet. Like, what do you get out of it?
1: Well, I think that that's something that comes out of that negative negative energy that I was talking about before where you're you're jealous of someone or you, you hate that somebody is better than you, but instead of turning the hate inward to try and make yourself better, you project it out to like, oh, I hate this guy because... He does better than me. And I I think, you know, even the best of us can admit that we get jealous and go, you know, for example, like, like James Gunn is somebody that when you reference about digging up old tweets and it's, it's easy to be like, oh, I want this and that, but I don't have it. And this guy fucking has it. And he's an asshole and he pissed me off because he said different things than I think or whatever. So I'm going to try and find some way to take him down. And it's like, instead of trying to be... Instead of trying to take down good people for small things, I think people could benefit from trying to be better themselves and just hold themselves up to a higher standard of some way.
3: Yeah. And then another thing too is like, uh, I feel like people just jump on a bandwagon with Mm -hmm. when it, like when it comes to these things and, you know, like hashtag this and let's make it go viral. And then a week later, it's like, what? what are you talking about? (laughs) What's the, what's the new thing, you know?
1: Right, right. it's It's, it's It's only, it's trendy, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't like that whole thing. Like, when did we become mm-hmm. so pussy as a country? Like, everybody's so sensitive and they always want you to apologize and things for something.
1: Right, right. Well, and I think that it, it just depends on the context of... There's some stuff that it's okay to be sensitive about and then there's stuff that it's, like, too much where, it's, like, not everything... Not everything has to be the most extreme thing. Like, there has to be varying degrees of, of what... What is offensive and what's not, and and what is not necessarily okay and not, but like where where do things go if you offend somebody by saying something or you offend somebody by doing something?
3: Yeah, but now it's like is you it, don't even know what's offensive. Like you got to watch everything you say.
1: Well, and and what is the like? What's the the varying degree of it like? As everyone just somebody does something that bothers somebody, and then you're just like you're just done, I guess, or something like it's. It's hard because I, I I think what sucks about that is it takes away from the severity of real serious offenses. Yeah, yeah, and especially when, like... if everything is a problem, then it's like, well, then what about the stuff that really is a problem is is like diminished in some way. Yeah,
3: like uh, with these uh, high-class people, you know, high-profile people and their sex allegations and then you see something on the news like, uh, like someone like me and I'll get like 30 years in jail and someone like a celebrity almost or high... Polit- politician or something, they got, like, maybe probation for the right, same right. offense that I did or maybe even worse, like, for yeah, rape yeah. or something, a slap sure, on the sure. wrist and shit. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's because it, it just, I remember how things were, right. like, you know, 90s, late, early 2000s and then, like, how drastically it's changed now. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's crazy.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I think, you know, the the best thing would be if people would just let people live and not not feel like everyone has to monitor whether if somebody wants to be an asshole or be a bad person Then you're not going to make them not be that and you let them be an asshole or a bad person If somebody wants to be a good person, then you let them be that if somebody wants to be a different person You let them be that like it's, yeah, and then nobody then, has to be anything necessarily
3: And then like all of that just goes back to social media because it's like we're posting our lives daily
1: <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. and
3: so it's like you see us a certain way, but then when we do something that's like, you know the way we really are outside in the sure, world, and sure. someone else records, it's like, oh shit, I never seen that before. Why is he doing that?
1: Sure, uh, I have, I have a good. We can, uh, we can run through mine here. A good sort of hypothetical would never be a reality of of how the world could be a better place. And if you could get everyone in the world to not only care about but have like a little bit of pride about about health and fitness, because I think so many people and i guess this sort of plays off of what you were saying too but so many people just have so many problems whether it's health problems or mental health problems or whatever and uh, you know there is such a real thing as as mental health problems but there's also a lot of people that are just just bored and need some sort of challenge in their life and some sort of like adversity or some sort of attention to focus on something and if you can actually make yourself do things then it makes everyone better it's kind of that whole you know mentality of like the, the 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 little bit that everyone improves themselves makes the whole world better you know
3: yeah yeah but again like you know uh, back then we had we had nothing so you would mm-hmm. be bored and you would go
1: do something
3: now sure, everything yeah. is in the palm of your hands and it's like why even get up so like yeah you know I could just
1: watch another youtube video yeah, or yeah exactly play like me, play another game
3: let me be depressed or let me like one comment could just you know set you off and you go hurt yourself or worse kill sure, yourself. Sure, yeah. you know it, yeah. it's crazy how like back then you know sticks and stones and all this stuff and it's like now it's like a oh, man words do more than hurt they sure sure so it's,
1: it's... yeah and it, it's it's definitely toxic in that way and it's it's um it's tough because it's so mo- it's so easily accessible, so that's why I think the idea I said is, is more of a hypothetical thing. If everyone could just spend less time on their on their social media from your idea and exercise more from my idea, then the world would probably be a better place.
3: Yeah, I mean, so- <laughs> I, at one point I was going to the gym uh, like crazy, right. like every day, daily, and I was going for like about maybe an hour and a half to two hours, sometimes almost three, right? And just working out and the only time I'll pick up my phone is to maybe skip a song. <laughs> right. You know, it's something like that, but it, like working out was, it was fun. It's just the hardest thing to do is getting in the groove of
1: going. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's hard to keep doing it when you don't feel good or when you're tired or when you're sore or you're sick or you just feel like being lazy or you had a shitty day or something and
3: yeah yeah and that's what that's the start of you going not going anymore Yep, yeah like that one day missed is is such a big difference yeah like i'm trying to get back because uh i was going at what towards the end i was going twice a day and, sure, and um sure. i ended up working two jobs and so i had to stop i didn't have time and then like once i got this one i'm at right now full time is i went from working overnight to making it super easy to now i just keep telling myself i have no time but it's just an excuse yeah and then and and with that thing you said before mental health and everything like that's that's a serious thing around like in this country right now like people don't even like mm -hmm. talking about because no one wants to even bring it up you know but that's a serious oh yeah, yeah
1: oh yeah 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 well it's i think it's hard with stuff like that because it's not something it's not something that you see it's like something you have to pick up on you know so it's not like you just walk around wearing a sign or something so it's yeah it's tricky because shit just goes untreated for so long and there's not really a good way to pick up on it until sometimes it's too Too late late or something. yeah and
3: the the thing that sucks too it's like it could be like one of your closest friends and and oh yeah yeah. you you think you know everything and it's like you don't know because they're not telling you and and another way too it's like people are so quick to just be like oh it'll be all right it'll be all right and it's like right. oh yeah those those are some encouraging words you know what it is all right like yeah nah man like it's i don't know yeah, like some... so, sometimes i feel like uh i see these commercials you know like or like these things on like maybe just saying hi to a perfect stranger like a stranger could make their right. day or something like that so sometimes like uh you know like i'm not i'm not fucking nice at all but i'll, I'll go and like <laughs> uh, if i'm doing a machine and i'm filling it up with snacks and someone comes up to me and says you know how much is uh that bag of doritos I'll just be like, oh, which ones do you want? You know, whatever. Here's Cool Ranch. And I'll be like, oh, you know, just take it. It's free. Nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's cool.
3: Yeah, because like something like that, you never know. You know, it could make something as stupid as that could make someone's day.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> like
3: Absolutely. I had a, one of the funniest ones that I remember was uh, I had I was at an airport and I'm doing the vending machines at the car rental and uh, there was this guy and his wife and he had three kids. And the kids are just standing there and and like he's just like super annoyed with everything that's going on. Like the kids are all screaming and everything. One of them comes up to me and he's just looking at me filling the machine. And I was like, oh, what's up? And he's like looking and the dad's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, they want something, but I'm not trying to give them nothing. And, you know, I don't want to buy them all something. I was like, no, it's cool. Like, what does he want? Like, and I end up giving the kids one of each. And the guy was like, "Oh man, thank you, thank you. You don't know how hard it was this damn flight and all this shit."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid shut up for a few minutes at least. Yeah,
3: exactly. Like I was, you know, like here you go, man. I'm like, yo, it's cool, man. Everybody has those days.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So if if uh, you and I are ever elected president and vice president of the world and we're tasked with making the world a better place, then we would uh, tell people that they have to limit their time on social media, they have to exercise, and they have to do nice things for other people.
3: Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: definitely mandatory.
3: Mandatory, uh, what, what is it, going to a psychiatrist too.
1: <laughs> yeah, mandatory kindness and mental health evaluation.
3: <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs>
1: awesome. So, yeah, this has been fun. I want to give you an opportunity, I guess, just to plug anything before we wrap this up here and and let people know where to find you or whatever it is that you're working on.
3: Uh, You can find me on the Raw Live Unedited page on Instagram and on Facebook. You can find me on Toy Migos on Instagram and Facebook and Weebly, Uh, Figs and Flicks uh, on Instagram and Facebook. On who will survive horror podcasts on Instagram. Uh, and if you want to see anything that I'm doing personally is a 80s baby on Instagram. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, hopefully one day I'll put out a podcast, Mad random or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that the, the main thing is if they keep up with uh raw live and unedited podcast network, then somehow you're going to have your finger on the pulse or maybe in something else. Involving the RLU <laughs> network.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah nah, like I'm always, uh, you know, we, me and Rich always are replying back to the people that comment and things like that. So uh, that's that's always fun. Sure, sure.
1: Nice. And definitely uh, keep up with the, the podcast network for people to just kind of hear you and, and everybody else and just what they have going on as, as we always try to. Yeah, you point can point out catch, on our shows. So.
3: You can catch all the shows on rawlivepod.com.
1: Yeah, or on any of the uh, usual podcast apps and, and Apple and Stitcher and Google and all that stuff too. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, well, I will plug the stuff for Who Will Survive in the intro, and I will again thank you for coming on. This is cool. I know we've been kind of friends for a little while, and and not really like. Talk, talked a whole lot and just kind of wanted to catch up and get to know you a little better so and just sort of show some appreciation for helping us out with the the Facebook and Instagram posts and stuff too so it uh, nah, to
3: seriously thank you for having me on I was like man why the hell does he want to talk to me I'm so boring <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, everybody's got something to say so. yeah
3: but nah man it, it's cool like like I said before uh, I just hope I can I'm helping out a little bit when you know I'm, I'm actually like learning a bunch of stuff I like uh I go on that uh, bloody disgusting and I'm always reading stuff and it's like, Oh shit. I didn't know about this.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, Yeah. That's cool. Perfect. All right, cool. Well, thank you. And thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you next time.